There was dark, and there was light, and the light was losing. Shadows expanded, filling the space between branches. The air was cold enough to hurt, and the remaining snow glowed blue in the twilight. She would be home soon. He took in a long, slow breath and held it. Moments like this were life. Everything else, every other experience, was sleep. Sometimes people cured by surgery of an arterial block wake in old age to their still human lives. These people grieve, stripped of ignorance, realizing the years they will never see. And sometimes it gives them such a shock they develop yet another form of dementia, a madness caused by knowing that they have wasted their lives. As long as he could do this, sweeping in secret across the twilight, he was still alive. His feet chose the places where the snow had melted, pressing into the black earth so evenly and lightly, each step left no print at all. He was just outside the house now, his ear against the chimney as he paused. The bricks were warm, as warm as she would be when he touched her. He stiffened. He crouched, panting so hard it hurt. A car passed on the highway, the winter tires rumbling and hissing through the wet. He did not breathe, and it was like playing dead Caesar. Here I am, ladies and gentlemen, nothing at all. I am gone, here and at the same time nowhere. The car slowed, a vessel of light, pushing the darkness ahead of it. It wasn't possible— Was it? That I am out of practice? Surely they see me. The car on the road wasn't moving. It was stuck, frozen, locked into a pothole. Or worse, they were watching. The magic is gone, he told himself. You can't play this part as well as you used to. You've lost your touch. Doubt. An actor's enemy. He knew his mind was not his friend. Don't think, he commanded himself. Be empty. Even Hamlet is mostly space, blank white around the wedding bed and the chalice of poison. Be blank, he commanded his soul. Dive deep into the earth. The car still did not move. A square vehicle, a jeep, he realized, stopped on the crown of the road. They see me, he breathed. The engine was grinding. The distant jeep made the sort of growl that sounded both painful and crocodilian, and yet it went nowhere. Go, he breathed. Leave me here alone to do what I have come to do. Brake lights surged, faded, surged again. The rattle of the engine began to recede. The mutter of the jeep faded, and there was only the hush of the countryside, the sound of skeleton trees taking their long, deep breaths. He smiled to himself, his teeth cold for an instant. He was trembling, as in those dreams in which he could not remember his lines and the audience stared, lips parting to jeer. His breath was uneven, and he was amused at himself. You should do this more often, he mocked himself, and then you would not find it so novel. He had promised his sister, never again. But don't I have the right to love? Everyone else does. 
loving in their puny, limited ways. The woman who lived here was, he surmised, recently divorced. Or perhaps she was a woman who had decided never to marry. He knew the pattern. Boyfriends, but no one steady. She was an isolated, confused creature. But she did not admit this to herself. She thought of herself as independent, a woman with a career. It was time. For weeks he had walked miles across the hills to watch her from the bare trees, to listen at her window to the murmur of her phone calls, the blather of her television, the hush of her solitude.